Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sira, and much more. الملك من يشاء وينزعه ممن يشاء ويعز من يشاء ويذل من يشاء وهو على كل شيء قدير. I want to praise be to Allah the one who guided us in this deen of Islam. And I want to say that Allah is the only God. He's the only one who is worthy of our worship. And I witness that Muhammad may the peace and the blessings of Allah be upon him and upon his descendants until the day of judgment. I witness that he had received the revelation from Allah and that he had conveyed the message of Islam in the best manner a man could ever do. More than 70 years ago, one of the scholars in India under the name of Abul Hassan al-Mawdudi, he wrote a book. What has the world lost when the Muslims went into decline? And it continues to be a worthy of reading today. Although at the time what we have counted or accounted for some events or issues, they were so tiny and little in scale with what is happening today. So if we make any account, what the world is missing? What is it that we are losing? What's the nations of the world, what are the people are losing and missing because of the absence of Islam? And I will use the word Islam instead of the Muslims. But what I mean by Islam here, I have to be very clear. Islam continues to exist as a deen, as a revelation from Allah. Allah preserved Islam in the Quran and the Sunnah. There is no question about that. There is an ummah of the Muslims, more than 1.5 billion people worshipping Allah. Alhamdulillah. Muslims continue to fill the masajid in places like in this place you pray one Jum'ah, second Jum'ah, third Jum'ah. Zakah continues to be paid, but what is missing when I talk about the missing of Islam, we talk about the missing of the Islamic leadership at the level of the world order, at the level of the governments, at the level, at the level which allows Islam to protect the human beings, to protect the beings of Muslims, to protect humans per se. And let's make some accounts. And let me use the Quran for that. In one surah, Allah in Surah Al-Fajr makes one account of what happens when Islam is not in the ruling position, when Islam is not the one that, con- that conducts the affairs of the people. In Surah Al-Fajr where he says, Kalla balla tukrimuna al-yateen wala tahaduna what do you 
Islam is absent, when Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and his rules and whatever Allah revealed to the humanity through Muhammad peace be upon him is not the one that conducts the affairs of the people. Is not the ones who says how wealth is going to be distributed. Is not the one that allows the wealth to go to whoever needs it more than the one who does not need it. That's what happens. The orphans have no place on your, in your homes, in your neighborhoods, in your life. Orphans are not honored. And orphans are not necessarily the ones who do not have parents immediately. An orphan is the one who is cut off of his supply of needs. Why do you say there is a person who becomes a yatim when his father passes away? Because his father is the main supplier. And here when you talk about yatim, today there are millions or billions of people who are yatim, who may still have their parents, who could be very old people, like myself. If I cut off my supplies, my needs, the resources that allow me to live, I become a yatim. The skin has no place in your life. The skin today, today when Islam is not in the ruling, whether it's in the Muslim world or in the world at large, the skin who is looking in the trash cans for a piece of food that was a food at one point of time, which is no longer, no longer a food, it's rotten. They look in the trash cans all over the world. From New York all the way to Riyadh, from Washington DC all the way to Guatemala, from Guatemala all the way to Somalia, from Somalia all the way to Indonesia, wherever you go, people are looking for food in trash cans. You know it, I know it, the people of the world know it. Allah makes it a point in the Quran. This is what happens when Islam is not in a holy position, when Islam is not the one who controls how the wealth is going to be used or expended or collected. And then the next ayah, which is the most prominent one, When you attract this wealth in general, in general, you accumulate the wealth for the sake of wealth. Well, tell me what someone is going to use or to do with wealth trillion dollars in his account. And you know what does trillion dollar mean? Sometimes these numbers, they don't make sense to us. But I will give an example. If you spend one million dollar a day, it takes you 2,500 years to finish the one million dollars. Some people have it. Accumulate the wealth. That's what happens when Islam is absent. The Akurun al-Turah, not only you take it, but you collect it. Lamma, Lamma means you accumulate it and collect it and keep it within the hands of the few. That's a world order under capitalism. That's what the Quran was citing in Mecca. This is what Jahiliyyah is about. This is why Islam is here. That's why Allah Azzawajal sent Islam. Allah sent Islam. And there is an ayah in Surah Al-Hadid where it explains it very well. Why this whole issue of the messages? Why is it that Allah is sending messenger after messenger after messenger? 
a book after a book after a book until Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam came with the final message and the Quran وَلَحَدْ أَرْسَلْنَّا رُسُولَنَا بِالْبَيِّنَاتِ We have sent our messengers with a clear sign وَأَنْزَلْنَا مَعَهُمُ الْمِيزَانِ And we have given them the balance, the scale by which they can weigh things what is good, what's bad, what's right, what's wrong who should own, who should not, who should spend, who should not how people are going to eat, there's a reason there's a balance, there's a scale without the scale, chaos will be in the world and that chaos will leave some people without anything to live on or to eat or to feed on وَلَقَدْ أَرْسَلْنَا رُسُولَنَا بِالْبَيِّنَا وَأَنْزَلْنَا مَعَهُمْ الْكِتَابِ والكتاب بقوم والميزان الاسكير ليقوم الناس بالقسط so that the people live in justice how many times we have thought about why is it Allah sending all these messages is it only to pray for him he doesn't need our prayers we need it he doesn't need our prayer he doesn't need our money he doesn't need Oh, the meat we, we slaughter, in fact, in, in, in Al-Hajj and Eid Al-Adha, where Allah says, Allah will not get any of this meat, it's for you. It's for you, it's for yourself, it's for the people. It's to make sure there is a balance in this world. And Allah does not benefit from our worship, from our prayer, from our Jum'ah. He doesn't benefit. He's the absolute for us. But then all of these, our prayers, our fasting, our zakah, our hajj, these are our camp, these are pillars for what? Pillars to establish whatever Allah wanted. Allah wants this justice for humanity. So that the people all live in justice and fairness. And what the people have lost, with the absence of these messages being in control of the lives of the people, they lost justice. They lost the fair distribution of wealth, as the Quran said, That's what happened. Isn't this what capitalism is about? Isn't this what the biggest powers in the world, they invade countries to do? Isn't this what was about? invading a country called Afghanistan for 20 years, leaving it in total destruction. 80% of the people are under poverty line. After 20 years of occupation, remember when Islam used to march into states, into countries, in no time the people were benefiting from the goodies of Islam more than the people who brought it. Today, we have seen when Britain and the France was in India, Pakistan, Algeria, Morocco, Egypt, Palestine. After they left it, it was devastated. America and Russia went into Syria. Syria, before this whole issue of war, despite the fact that the Hassan family are so corrupt, it was self-beneficiary, self-sufficient. Today, more than 5 million people outside Syria begging for food and for refugee money. And inside Syria, in Erdogan, in Harab, in places, there are refugees with the same land that they own. 
and distribute justice to the world, to the people. What year the occupation of Afghanistan? Today, after the withdrawal, negotiating one and only one thing. How to make the happy line from Turkmenistan with gas to flow all the way to the Indian Ocean. And we need people to secure the path. People to secure the path of pipe. But then to secure the pipe into the stomachs of the people. That's the world we live in. That's the world without Islam. That's the world without when Islam is not the dominant factor in the world order. Another ayah, which many people today, they talk about what they don't know it's in the Quran. When it says, ظهر الفساد في البر والبحر بما كسبت أيدي الناس الفساد corruption is all over in the land in the sea and when it says in the land it includes the atmosphere as well today they talk about environment global warming and when you think about it why why is it so that the people cannot solve this issue بما كسبت أيدي الناس means earning. Someone is earning. It's accumulating. Al-Kasb. Al-Kasb means I am earning something. There are some people are earning some money. They are utilizing the situations of the world to accumulate wealth and more wealth. And the corruption goes on. Global warming, environments, fires. People are scared of what's going to happen when the floods start coming from the North or the southern poles with the snow and ice start melting, flooding the world. Of course, we know it's all within conditions and systems that Allah has controlled. But nevertheless, Allah is saying, al fasad has been a terror. It's no longer under the ground. Quite often, you have a facade of corruption. You don't see it, it's somewhere hidden. Below the carpet, you may have some garbage there, something bad. But when it starts coming about, when it starts floating here, everybody sees it, everybody smells that, everybody pops it, everybody gets hurt with it. That's bad. That's the absence of Islam. That's the absence of Islam in the world order. Again, I'm not talking about the absence of Islam in the Masjid, or in the Quran, or in the Sunnah, Alhamdulillah, all of this is preserved. But it is the absence of Islam in the control of the human life, the control of the world order, leaving the, the world order to be controlled by two people, United States and Russia, who just signed a treaty and they said we will be responsible for strategic stability. What strategic stability can come out from the United States that occupied Afghanistan, occupied Iraq, that's killed Syria and Libya and all and Yemen and all of this in a total chaos. What could come out of Russia, the one that went into Afghanistan before the United States? For almost 15 years, left it devastated. That controlled Muslim countries, Muslim nations. Today, today, the population of Muslims in Central Asia is almost the same as the population which was at the beginning of the last century. Because when the Soviet Union came, they eliminated more than 30 million Muslims from Turkmenistan, Tajikistan, Azerbaijan, Kazakhstan. Uzbekistan, Kyrgyzstan. Nobody knows about that. Those numbers, those Russians, they came into these countries and they killed them with the masses 
Why? Because they don't belong and they can never belong to a communist type of life. True, they will never belong there. They killed them. Strategic stability maintained by the most oppressive nations, the one that Allah mentioned also as a concept. Allah did not mention names of countries, but mentioned as a concept where he says, why is it that you are refraining from fighting in the cause of Allah? Not to free land of Palestine, which means, not to free Kashmir, which we need it, not to free Syria, which we need it, but no, 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 no. He says, والمستطعفين. the oppressed people, people, the Mustafaqin, in general, is not talking about Muslims. المستضعفين من الرجال الأوبرست بيبوب من والنساء ومن الجنرل والأولاد الذين يقولون ربنا أخرجنا من هذه القرية الظالم أهلهم وبرشن get us free out of this land where oppression is practiced where the regime is oppressive The Quran is the most printed book in 
provoke until today. And next to the Quran are the books of Hadith. The most printed books describe all these things about the big stores, the Amazon, etc. Quran continues to be the largest and the most printed books in the world. The most read book in the world is the Quran. The most read book by people who do not even understand it is the Quran. Have you seen someone, a French who does not know English, would read Shakespeare in English? Have you seen someone, someone who does not know Arabic, is reading the works of Al Haqqad or Hussein or someone in Arabic? No. But you see the people who know Urdu, Persians, Bushmul, uh, all these languages, they read Quran and they know it by heart. The number of people who recite the Quran by heart without knowing it is more than the people who recite the Quran who know language. It's a fact. From Pakistan, Bangladesh, Indonesia, Malaysia, if you accumulate all these people, that's a reality. That's Islam. Islam is great. Continues to be great. But what is missing is us. Putting that Islam in work, putting it in order, making it one more time to return to the world order, to be the one that's responsible for the strategic stability, not Putin or Biden. These guys cannot even understand what strategic stability is. Stability is when my stomach is stable. When my stomach is not nagging me, I need food. That's stability. Stability is not when you have five million people evacuated out of their homes. That's not stability. It's not stability when you see some people are running behind airplanes to catch to the tail of airplane, running out from what? From the country that was devastated by the same country that was leaving or running out on the same day. That's not stability. That's not stability. That's anti-stability. That's what the world today needs to get rid of. That's what the world today, that's what the Muslims today can offer. Sometimes the people ask me, what can you do? What can you do? I can offer an ideology. I offer an idea. I offer a Quran. I offer a Sunnah. I offer a system of Islamic government. I offer a political system where the political leader was saying, I am the first to start in a salvation and the last one to eat. It was practical. Umar is not a fake figure. It's not a figure that came once and cannot be repeated. Umar came out of Islam. Umar before Islam was a murderer. He was a slaughter person. He used to take the children and bury them alive before Islam. After Islam, he would cry. What? Rather than tears for healing one person yearning for food. Omar was a reality. Abu Bakr is a reality. Islam is a reality. Ali was a reality. When Omar there was a starvation in Madinah. During his time, he ordered food, came from Egypt. What big country today? Can you order food from Qatar or Saudi Arabia to Bangladesh? You can't until the check is signed from Washington DC or Tindamist. When Omar asked Amr bin As, we need food. He said the caravan, the first caravan would be in Medina, and the last one is in Egypt. 
and the food comes. And ruler feeds the people with his own hands. And goes under the tree. Start eating the raw bread. And his servant says, Yeah, I'm going to eat plenty of food. He says, Do you want Omar to fill his stomach with meat and soup? When there is yet one more person in my nation has not eaten yet. How many people are not eating today? And our kings, presidents, leaders of the world, they enjoy their resorts, their golf courses. They get catered from Paris or London. They don't even eat our food. Those people who run the affairs of Muslims, they don't even eat our food. They don't use our own furniture. They don't sit on the chair and sell chairs that we do. They don't use the same carpets. They have all with catered, especially made, concept made. One of them buys a yacht, half billion dollars. Never stepped it. Still somewhere in France, waiting for the guy for some day, he may go there and visit for one hour. That's what the world without Islam. That's the world without Islam. May Allah bless our Sheikh Imam Abu Hassan Medal, who wrote the book. And he triggered my mind, I, my, my brain for that. Because every now and then I browse some of the books I have. And that was one of the best which I ever read, reminded us what the world today needs. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran Tafsir, and Sira are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com.